This is the 419th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, the podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that gives you everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. I'm D. Orlando Ledbetter, the Falcons beat reporter for the AJC. Today, the Falcons went down hard 23-7 as the offense continues to sputter along in London against the Jacksonville Jaguars who had been trying to get right after dropping two games at home to the Kansas City Chiefs and last week to the Houston Texans. We'll get more on the Houston Texans later. But the Falcons in a disappointing showing. Only one touchdown in their last 33 possessions. The Falcons have problems on offense and they bubbled over on the sidelines right before halftime against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll get into that in the podcast too later. If you are listening to the Bowtie Chronicles for the first time, please make sure to follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, we got a lot to get to today, so let's jump right into it. Let's hear from Coach Arthur Smith on the need to get going early. They did not score again on their first possession. And uh, let's hear from Coach about that matter. We got to do a better job. It starts with me jump starting the, the offense early. Um, put ourselves in a hole again. You know, different different reasons, but the reality is we put this up, put ourselves in a hole. So, and we can't turn the ball over. And so that's something we all got to look at. And it's not just one person. Um, you, you know, you're going to make life hard for yourself. Where then you got to come back, and then you're in a four-down territory, and we don't make the fourth and three to try to cut it to one possession game late. But we got to do a better job early in games. There's no doubt about it. All right. You know, the uh, Falcons were battling. It was 10 uh, Then Desmond Ritter's pass got picked off and returned by Darius Williams for a 61-yard touchdown. Here's Arthur Smith on the pick six that put them down 17 to nothing. Again, I got to look at the tape. You know, they're popping out there and, and zone coverage, and and um, you know, you going going in there to uh, Drake, I believe, and got got popped up inside. So he made a play on it. You know, it's a tough lesson to learn from. You know, you you evaluate that, you talk talk about it, and then you want to give them a chance. There was a play earlier. We felt we had Kyle. Don't fault him for going to Drake. Came back to it. It's a different look. Uh, the picture's never going to be the same, but something we felt good about that had options, and, and um, 
I believe it was Cisco, came out of the middle of the field and jumped it, if I'm not mistaken. So that's obviously that happened back to back. Uh, thankfully, the defense made a stand there, but you're, you know, you're limiting your possessions. Um, so that's what put, put us in a hole. And thankfully, in the third quarter, we're able to do something to jumpstart, D-led. But again, you're going to make life hard on yourselves when you, when you put yourself behind like that. Yeah, no doubt, Coach. And, um, you know, turnovers, you know, kill you. Three turnovers, can't get down 17 to nothing. Uh, as you are, you know, they're still clearly trying to find their identity on offense. I got a couple of thoughts on that for us. We'll, um, I'll share those later. Uh, but Desmond Ritter is now, he's 2-2 two and two this year. He's 2-2 two and two to end last season, 4-4. Four and four. Um, You know, and uh, here's uh, what Coach Arthur Smith had to say about where Desmond's head is at. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that's the thing. You, you know, that's a, like I said, those are, Tough, tough lessons uh, for a young quarterback. But you're going to find out about yourself when you go back out there. So that's why, you know, in the second half, he was able to, to push the ball down the field a little bit. Uh, I thought he operated cleaner in the pocket, and we were able to, to get some looks, and he was not risk-adverse after that, which a lot of times that happens. But, again, it goes back to the reality is we got to find a way to jumpstart early. It's always going to start with me. We got the right guys in that locker room, but that is the reality. And the other reality is, thankfully, we're two and two, and we got to get back to Atlanta, and we got to we got to get this thing jump started. Yeah, he's, he's got to steal a page out of the 49ers book and uh, stick to a script that works. You know, sometimes you get behind, uh, lose uh, lose some yards, then you got to get off script. But he's got to come out with something that works. Uh, also, might want to look at. Um, uh, was good. Uh, uh, buddy Mike Malarkey was good about um, coming out there and uh, getting going with Matt Ryan. So, so uh, there's a lot of stuff to look at. Coach knows what he's gonna try to do. He's got to get going. He's got that script's got to be fired, and uh, got to give them some plays that they can execute and uh, win on. Got to win on those first couple plays and get the drive started. They haven't been able to get the drive started at all in any four games. Here is uh, Coach Smith on the fourth down call. Yeah, they, they went pressure. And so, you know, you know that situation, uh, we call got to have it. So you're giving yourself, try to give yourself the best chance you can. You know, they bring everybody in the middle. So we tried to get out of the pocket on it. And um, I believe they kind of comboed Mac and Drake and made the right read, unfortunately, you know, out of the back of the end zone. But, so, but that's why sometimes sometimes a look but yeah obviously if it doesn't work you need a different call all right now um falcons went in to the locker room down 17 nothing there was a path to claw back into the game and here's what coach arthur smith told the team at halftime you know you know different than detroit i just thought i thought we were a little tight and i, th I told guys relax like stop pressing we're going to take this first drive. Let's not, let's not over try to, you know, everybody start trying to do, do too much and get into this drive and, and we'll come out with a positive result. And, you know, thankfully the guys went out there and to their credit, they did that. Got us going a little bit. And then we got another long drive after being backed up. Um, credit to them. They made a play on the screen. You know, guy undercut 
on the screen and got us off track, and we didn't overcome it. And then um, we had the long drive, I believe, right, D-Led after that, and then it was in the fourth and three. But again, when you, to Michael's point earlier, when you start slow, that's going to put yourself in uh, some really pressure situations and trying to overcome a lot. Yeah, and that was that was one of the great things Matt Ryan did for 14 years for the Atlanta Falcons. You know, one play wouldn't throw them off. He would the next play would be fired and pick it back up. Uh, they were great at coming out of uh, you know offside penalties or something like that, and uh, you know get back on track. Ritter's a uh, you know an inexperienced quarterback. He's got to learn that that next play you got to you got to you got to make something happen on the play after a bad play. You just can't be resigned to, oh, no, we're off track. We're three and out. We're getting ready to punt, even though the Falcons have a great punter. So let's just move on to Desmond Ritter here. He's your quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. And here's what he has to say about starting better at the beginning of the game. It's obviously a tough start to any game uh, rather than being positive. When you talk about going on, you know, kind of just throughout the first half, you know, I did a terrible job of, you know, taking care of the ball. Um, had two picks, obviously wish we could have back one pick six. And that changes the momentum huge of a game. Um, so obviously looking back, you know, obviously, I mean, we got to find a way to start faster, whatever that may be, however it is, that, that's just what we got to do. Um, then I got to do a better job to take care of the ball. Yeah, no doubt. I, I'm going to say the coaches, coach calls the plays. He got to look at his script there, um, you know, and, and I think he's got to tailor it to whatever's working for him. I mean, it's the pitch to Bijan, it's that counter, it's John New running that little seam route. Hey, run that to start the game. You know that works. I mean, the other team knows it too, but, hey, you've been able to execute that. Uh, you know, this empty stuff at, on third and one, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, load it up, get that yard, and, you know, get in that fancy stuff later. But uh, you know what? You have four games. You got you got 70-plus uh, plays times four. On what worked and what didn't work. The stuff that works, keep it. Stuff that didn't work, get rid of it. Here is Desmond Ritter breaking down his interceptions. Uh, yeah, that one, I mean, they, they, you know, you go back and look, the, the one to Kyle was a, they cut the crosser. So, you know, we kind of ran a, a three level read and, and the safety kind of drove on it. Um, yeah, I could have held my eyes in a better place. And then uh, the other one to Drake, he was inside leverage, just coming back. I didn't get my eyes over there quick enough um, on that one. And so, yeah, I mean, it could go both ways. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, they'll figure out those interception throws. Uh, one thing, uh, you know, we talked to uh, the Jacksonville reporters. We asked them to say, hey, is he telegraphed? Well, the, uh, Darius Williams and Cisco, were those passes telegraphed? The, the Jaguars were on, they had their hands on a bunch of balls today. One drop for sure. Uh, near misses on a couple other picks looked like they were uh, either they were gambling or they knew something and they said they uh, were jumping the Falcon short game the quick game they knew when the ball was coming out or projected it from the tapes and they figured it was easy to read and that was a problem for the Falcons today so that's what, you know, Jacksonville, they were nice about it. They weren't, um, you know, they didn't say, oh, yeah, he's telegraphing everything. They said it was more a system check thing, that they knew the Falcons wanted to go quick game and they were going to be there when the ball came out. So uh, that's something that the Falcons can use. And um, now they know people are on their tendencies. They got to find some tendency breakers uh, and, and, you know, make them pay for that. 
They're going to be jumping routes. You got to block it up and get some double moves. Hey, Max, you can Max protect, send some two routes to two guys on the route and keep everybody in and block it up. You know, do what you got to do to make the execution work. But uh, those are some of the options as they move forward. Here's what Ritter had to say about the second half. Yeah, like we said, when we don't get going early and fast, that's when you feel the press. Um, and, and then we came back into halftime, you know, we regrouped, came back out, just, you know, said, got to do what we need to do. Um, came out that second half, was able to, you know, go down the field and get a touchdown, get some momentum back. And, uh, you know, obviously that's something we got to figure out how to do from the jump. Yeah, and uh, Bijan Robinson had another great game today, and he's uh, – they started this the third quarter, the second half, like you need to start the first. So maybe they can move that, whatever happened, whatever worked there. Uh, when they got the Drake London touchdown, you know, can you move that to the first half, to the first quarter? Here is what Bijan had to say about needing to start the first halves like they did the second today. Yeah, we have, we have, we have to like – we can't come in at halftime and expect a halftime speech and then come out there and try to start fast because you know, I feel like us as pros, like, we need to go out there from the beginning of the game. And when we step on the stadium, step in the stadium, step on the field, like, it can't be no no, no coming back from, from starting slow. We need to go out there and fire off and be the, be the explosive team that we know that we can be. Um, but I understand that we, we got ourselves in some, you know, bad situations. Um, but, you know, it, it, it can't matter. We got we to gotta bounce back and just understand, you know, we got to play hard and, and, you know, continue to, you know, execute at a high level so we can, you know, be able to win these games. Yeah, Bijan, we'll go through his game notes later. Uh, another great game by the rookie. Um, wide receiver Matt Collins. Falcons are down 17-0 um, after the uh, pick six. They come out and go deep. They got a receiver behind the defense. Ball is short. D-back drops the interception. It's 102 left in the first half, and Matt Collins was not happy with Desmond Ritter underthrowing him. Here is Matt Collins on his emotional outburst. Um, I had an emotional moment, but not with this. Oh, okay. I might, I might have seen it wrong, but oh, yeah. Sorry, I, I just saw it quickly on my phone. Oh yeah. Um, no, I'm, I, I put a lot of passion into this game. Uh, like you said, we have a lot of talent on offense, defense, and special teams on this team. So to play at a level that's not our standard is frustrating. So I'll let that frustration out anytime that comes to me. Um, you know, it's 2023, so that type of stuff is looked at as. Uh, like out of control or overly emotional. I played a game because I love it. Um, I, you know, I'll compare it to family. If, if somebody was doing something wrong to your family and you spazzed out, are you looked at as some weirdo now? Whatever people are gonna write, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold our team to a high standard. And if that standard's not met, then if that's something that I'll do, then that's something that I'll do. Yeah, nah, you know, no, not on my team. You're not going to be berating the quarterback on the sidelines. We're going to keep that, you know, if, if you're on my team, we're going to handle that in-house. I'm not going to have that. Might explain why he's been on uh, so many teams already. You know, you know, football's a team thing, and, you know, one for one, one for all. Everybody's going to, um, you know, mess up here and there. Uh, you can't just um, – you can be upset. I mean, yeah, he missed you. Everybody saw it. But, you you know, you can – I'm sure Desmond just saying, my bad, I underthrew you, and you didn't have to do that. But uh, we'll – that'll be interesting to see how that's handled the rest of the week. We got a story up on it online, too, on AJC.com. 
about uh, Mac, Ho Mac Hollins appearing to snub Desmond um, Ritter. And, you know, the video's there. It's only four or five seconds. You know, people, on, uh, they catch it on Twitter and put it on TV. There's like uh, one of them was saying, it. here's summing up how the Falcons fans feel about Ritter. So we'll see. People are picking sides. They're two and two. I mean, this is that's where we had them at uh, when the schedule came out. We thought they win the first two and lose the next two. But now we got them winning the next four, and that looks problematic. But we'll get into that later also. Now, Jonu Smith had 99, uh, 95 yards receiving. Here's what Jonu Smith had to say, that he was impressed with Ritter's attitude. You know, surprisingly, man, he's uh, still motivating guys on the sideline and still telling guys, let's go. Really rare to see out of a young quarterback. So, um, you know, I don't have to say much, man. He's, he, you know, at birth, it's so easy when things is going well. You, you know, of course you're going to laugh and smiles and hoorah and, you know, trying to get guys to, you know, go when, when things hit the fan, man. You, you know, you kind of find out who that man really is. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I told y'all the passing game was going to be off early. Um, they hadn't been driving it down the field in practice like I saw Shanahan's uh, offenses do. And, um, you know, they're doing it. Uh, some things are working. That I mean, that pass is underthrown. The pass against the Pitts in Detroit was off target. They got to work those routes, get their timing down on that stuff. And uh, Janu's cool. He's coming his way. Uh, that's the offense right now is the B. John and Janu Smith show. So, I mean, keep that rolling and then get the other guys going, too. Then this potent offense everybody's talking about will, will come to form. But, um, uh, you know, you see it coming together. It's just not um, all clicking there. But, you know, you got to throw away the stuff that ain't working and, and run the stuff that is, that counter that B. John's running. Uh, looks sweet every time they run it. And he gets something out of it, making guys miss. But let's get on to um, – Chris Lindstrom, right guard on how to start faster. Um, at my job as a player, right, is to focus on, all right, I got to have the most energy um, and highest effort and focus on my job, you know, to start the game. And so mm -hmm. to be the best I can be, but then also have energy for everybody and uh, just focus and learn. Um, we'll make the different corrections, but just uh, – just you know, we just got to we just got to go. Mm -hmm. is it, is it, it don't look like it's that far off. Mm -hmm. is it, is it just little execution things. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what, how, what, what, I'm just trying to figure out what some of the things could be to you know yeah. to take off for you guys. Uh, I'm not quite sure right now. Post game, do that. Mm -hmm. um, I think some of it's going to be uh, we'll we'll learn from Monday and just. Uh, mm -hmm. Just the mindset that I have now coming out of this is, uh, you know, just try and learn growth mindset and really come in um, the next couple of days, learn, and then, you know, like I said, how can I be the best teammate, best uh, right guard for this team? Um, and that's just the, the mindset going forward is, you know, you have to come out with great energy and, and doing your job right from the get-go. Yep, doing your job. So, Chris, um, you know, uh is always good and thoughtful in his responses, and uh, he he wants to check it out a little bit first. Now, uh, when things like this happen to a young team, you got stuff going on on the sidelines, offenses and clicking, the defense is playing well. Uh, you you know you, you can get the whole offense versus defense thing. You know, Bijan said, "Hey, we got to play complimentary football." But uh, so I always check in with the old heads because they can share wisdom and. Um, the old head in the Falcons locker room is Calais Campbell. 
And here's what he had to say about the assessment of the team after four games. I think the biggest thing is we got to just, you know, settle down and play technically sound football. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's opportunities for us to make plays and win ball games, and we got to take advantage of those plays when they come. But, you know, I think the, main, the biggest message is winning the next one. Mm-hmm. Going back home, big game, you know, find a way to win the next one. You know, when you lose, you go on this little like, losing streak where you lose two, you know, just got to get back in the win column. That's the biggest thing, got to get back in the win column. How big was that stop there, uh, fourth down stop? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, this team has a lot of fight, right? You know, mm-hmm. we're uh, we're a tough team that uh, that's gonna you know play whistle to whistle, you know, and you know they made more plays than we did today, you know, and uh, you know you got the you got the tough breaks as well, you know, that's football, you know, you, you're, you're gonna have some games where it's just not your day, you have some games where it is your day, mm-hmm. and but most of the time it's gonna be back and forth and last play matters. Uh, but today was just their day, you know. But I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, we have we play a lot of good football in moments. We got to find a way, to, you know, to play it all the time. All right, that's Calais Campbell. He thinks they're okay. I, I think so too. Um, you know, after four games is when we'll start looking at the numbers and where they need to be and so forth. Um, you know, like I said, uh, when the schedule came out, I gave them those first two games, and I knew Detroit was going to be tough, and I knew Jacksonville. Uh, coming off their playoff run was going to be tough. It looked like you could have had them, you know, after they lost their uh, last two games to the Chiefs and the, the Texans. But it looked like the Texans a little bit better than everybody thought. And they're coming to town next week. So we'll we'll finish up with a little bit on Texas and uh, Texans. And we'll get back to them uh, in the next podcast, 420, when we preview that game. Now, here's I wanted to also uh, talk to captains. I I always try to get the captains. Grady Jarrett's one of the captains. And here's what he had to say about a couple different things here uh, about the team. But nobody's down. But uh, Grady, um, here's what Grady had to say. I'll let him talk for himself. How tough was this one today? Yeah, it was tough, man. Tough. Oh, yeah, yeah, tough, um, tough loss to show, you know, um, you know, definitely didn't come over here for that. But, you know, we learned some tough lessons today. It's going to just make us better. But uh, unfortunately, we came out short today. But um, we just got to press harder and be better. As a, you one of the veterans, the captains, and, you know, y'all got a lot of young dudes um, early in the season, two and two, playing the mm-hmm. team went to the playoffs last year. Yeah. Uh, how can y'all move forward, build on it? I think just review the film, man. Find out where we came up short, and uh, everybody just look in the mirror and be better, man. There's definitely some things we could be better at, and uh, but I'm, I'm encouraged, man. I believe in this team. Mm-hmm. I believe in what we got going on. I know our best football is ahead of us, and mm-hmm. um, this team, but it's gonna make us better at the end of the day. And that big stop there uh, with you and uh, David on fourth down that uh, gave y'all a little life. Was that? Uh, how did that feel? Get that play and get off. Yeah, man, felt good. Felt good to go out there and get get a stop and just try to, you know, uh, do what we can, you know, and uh, control what we can. But at the end of the day, you know, we, um, we came up short, and I think everybody got something we can go back and uh, work on and just be better for the whole team. Yeah, you know, you can see your defense coming together. Offense taking a little long, but that's usually how football goes. Uh, how do y'all, uh, you know, just stay, keep your heads up, and keep moving and getting better? As I mean, that's all you can do. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you can do is keep your head up, keep working. Um, fortunately for us, it's early in the season, and um, you know, I think our best football is still ahead of us. You know, and uh, it's easy to, you know, to. Uh, you know, see the darkened things right now, but uh, in the end of the day, I believe it's going to make us better, and um, I'm excited for what that's going to look like. All right, that's Grady Jarrett. He's uh, encouraged and uh, believes in the team. That's a good sign. 
And he's got to spread that message to the young guys, and somebody's got to get a hold of Matt Collins. Uh, TJ Yates, that's your room. Handle the business. All right, we're going to take a break. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. All right, we're back here at the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Listen to us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We have an offer for you from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We have a special offer for you. For all of our podcast listeners, if you subscribe today, you can get six months of unlimited digital access for just 99 cents. That's right. I said six months. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's all of our sports coverage, politics, breaking news, investigations, food and dining, and so much more on AJC.com. Plus, you get access to our e-paper and an assortment of newsletters. So join our community by going to subscribe.ajc.com backslash podcast. Again, that's subscribe.ajc.com backslash podcast so you always know what's really going on man that's six months that's six months that's a deal for you right there y'all need to jump on that let's jump on these game notes here we're gonna finish up here with uh game notes on the falcons uh brief uh Tip of the hat to the Texans since they're coming to town, and we're gonna do the little mailbag, y'all. Uh, woo! It was it's hot on the block out there on the Falcons uh, on the Falcons Twitter uh, after that game. So we're gonna look at uh, just a couple um, couple things here from uh, the Falcon fans on our Twitter feed after the game. Let's get to the game notes here first. All right, the uh, offense recorded 287 total yards, 127 rushing, 6 of 12 on third downs. Uh, Defense limited uh, Jacksonville to 5 of 14 on third downs. So that's winning football. You got to keep that. Keep that, throw out the bad plays. Keep all the good stuff and build on it. Uh, They limited him with two field goals in the second half. But, I mean, when you're digging a 17 up – Nothing hold. The offense has got to catch fire, and that just didn't happen. Uh, <clears throat> cornerback A.J. Terrell served as the sixth captain, 
had a rough day, deep ball penalty. Um, he was scrambling back to Rid uh, Ridley on his touchdown pass. Uh, you know, they used to go at it in practice. So, uh, you know, uh, he wasn't dejected. Looked at him in the locker room. He was doing okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh Robinson rushed for 105 yards on 14 carries. Caught five passes for 32 yards. He became only the second running back in franchise history to rush for more than 300 yards in his first four career games with 318, joining William Andrews at 351 in 1979. Yep. He also joined Andrews as the only rookie running backs in franchise history to record two 100 rushing games in their first four games. Robinson's 452 scrimmage yards are the most through a player's first four games since Saquon Barkley, 453 in 2018. Now, y'all know those two have been linked since the draft. Saquon went, he was the last running back to go high uh, at second in 2018. So, uh, that uh, comparison was valid. Uh, Robinson didn't like people bringing it up, but it, you know, statistically, it's at least valid that way. He had a career long. Th I was waiting for him to bust one, and he busted one. And I'm waiting for him to take one to the house, but uh, he busted a 38 yard rush on the second play of the second half, uh, setting up the offense for a 15 yard touchdown. That was a pass from Ritter to Drake London. So that's you know. Spring him. That's your offense right now. It's got to get him. Spring him. Find Janu. And then you got to piece the other people back in there. But that's what they can do right now. And uh, you build on that. Drake London had three for 28. The 15-yard touchdown. His second of the season. Sixth of his career. Uh, Janu Smith. He matched the single-game career high with six receptions for 95 yards. 15.8 a pop. So keep that, keep that in the offense. Go to it, go to it early, so you can get going. It was his third career game with six receptions, first since Week Eight of 2019 against Tampa Bay. Richie Gray, Richie Grant, Falcon safety, tied a single game career high with 11 tackles and one quarterback hit. He he on a touchdown to Ritter the 30 uh, to Ridley. He, he missed. He missed Lawrence. He got to run through him. He tried to jump. Uh, he should have just gone. Took, if he took the penalty, got the penalty, but he shouldn't let that ball get out. He was blitzing. And, you know, you blitz and you just go and take the quarterback out. Um, he jumped for some reason. If he kept running, he might have had him. So we'll never know. Uh, I'll ask him, though, when I see him in the locker room. I'm not going to be there Monday, but we'll be back in the house on Wednesday. And uh, that's one of the things we'll try to I don't know if he thought he couldn't get there or whatever. You know, you got to listen to the players and ask them sometime. Uh, Nate Landman finished with a career-high 10 tackles. You know, he's starting. He's in there with Troy uh, Anderson out. Jesse Bates the third finished with the eight, a tackle for a loss, a quarterback hit, forced fumble, uh, second of the season, uh, and fifth of his career. So David and Yumata had seven tackles. Him and Grady had that big stop on fourth, uh, fourth down. He had 1.5 sacks, two quarterback hits, and one tackle for loss. Bud Dupree finished with uh, four tackles, one quarterback hit, half a sack. His first as a Falcon, bringing his career total to 47. 
And uh, Bradley Pinion, who's been the early season MVP, in my regards, I had a 4-7-3 um, hang time on his 49-yard punt. He punted five times, a 52.4 gross, 50.8 net, uh, including a long of 62, and put three punts down inside the 20. So those are your game notes there and the Falcons uh, scoring breakdown. It was seven to nothing. Got a field goal. Went up 17 to nothing at halftime. Jacksonville Falcons came out and scored. Made it seven to, seven to uh, 17. Then the, um, you know, they had another chance there. It was 20 to seven. Falcons are on the, on the three-yard line. They put together another drive. They punched that one in. It's 14 to 20. And then, hey, you know, anything can happen. But uh, that didn't work out, and then the Jags were able to drive it down, uh, take some time off the clock, kick another field goal, and, um, you know, that's the, the name of the game. The offense got to put up some points. They got to get going early. Can't dig 17-point holes. Uh, that's going to get you beat every Sunday. Three turnovers, 17-nothing. Uh, it's hard to overcome. Now, um, you know, the Falcons' next opponent is the Houston Texans, and rookie C.J. Stroud is lighting it up. He had another big game, throwing for 306 yards and two touchdowns to lead the Texans to a 36 win over the Steelers. It's his second straight win for the Texans because they had just beaten the Jaguars, and their first at home since beating the Chargers uh, December 26, 2021. Uh, Houston's 24-point win marked the largest margin of victory for them since a 57-14 win over Tennessee on October the 1st, 2010. So Stroud, you know, drafted second overall, continued a strong start. He threw a touchdown pass to get things going in the first half as they built a 16-0 lead, so they jumped on him. You know, um, and that's, that's – you know, that they're coming to town. So, C.J. Stroud, hats off to him and the Texans. They're coming to town with their new coach, D'Amico Ryans. I thought this would be a win for the Falcons. Now we'll have to reassess. Uh, but both teams are 2-2, two and two, and um, we'll see if the Falcons can get their offense going. The Texans certainly have gotten theirs uh, with their rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud. All right, now I, um, I had a couple posts after the game. Uh, so, uh, oh, I moved it here. Yeah, here we go. So, well, one of them was, uh, Falcons coach Arthur Smith was not happy about the slow start in order to three turnovers. And, um, you had 36 comments there. And then, uh, what's coming in our weekly mailbag here is, um, so what do y'all think about the 23 to seven loss to the, by the Falcons? How can they fix the offense? I gave y'all my thoughts on that. You got to sample size of plays that work, so run them. Don't get all pretty going empty and shotgun on third and one, and then you can't block it and get the sack. Man, go on and just hit him in the mouth and get that yard. So here we go. All right. Okay, here's uh, Darren's. Is that Darren? Oh, Smith, yeah, that's uh, that's not my guy in Kansas City, but he says, get rid of the quarterback for starter. Trade Pitts to Kansas City. Okay. Are you people saying Heineke? What does 
that do for us this year? Maybe an extra win kills our long-term analysis. We need to stick with Ritter, for better or worse, to see his progression. Heineke is not our future. Ritter can be. Ritter is essentially a rookie quarterback. And historically, that comes with some ups and downs. No reasons to make a change. That's a voice of reason, AntCap24. Okay, find a DeLorean, put Grady Jarrett in it, and take us back to 2016. That was the Super Bowl year. That was creative. And they got the uh, they got the gif of the uh, DeLorean hitting the, um, the you know, when it would split up and go into back time. I forgot my Back to the Future language. But it's it's on there. Uh, Brian, your homie Brian, Taylor Heineke. It's not fair to the other players to keep playing Desmond Ritter when he's holding the team back. All right. Uh, David Sykes, Lefty Dave, 92. I have said this every game since last year. Arthur Smith's coaching style is not designed for today's game if you get behind. Our O-line socks. I think I know what he means. Uh, but he wrote socks, so we saying socks. We don't hardly ever throw him first down. If Arthur Blank continues to enable Smith in his dream, we will always think. That's pretty harsh. I thought Coach did a great job with some bad teams, a good 7-10. And, and this season is off to a, you know, a good start, a 2-2. Two two. That's what I had. Now, now they got to make some gravy, and we'll see if that happens. Austin, T.G.I. Huey, bench the quarterback, get some semblance of a pass attack to keep the defense honest. Paul Mooney, P. Mooney thoughts, the defense is too good to be held back by Mitter. He meant Ritter, but we know. Uh, bench Ritter, he's horrible, man. Get rid of Ritter, and if Arthur Smith is too prideful to do that, then get rid of him as well. Y'all are harsh. Draft another skill player in the first round. That should do it. New offensive coordinator, question mark, question mark. Fix the O-line and send Ritter with Aaron Rodgers on one of those uh, retreats to get those demons out of his head. All right, so there you go. We got a lot of Ritter, a lot of quarterback talk, our usual play. Um, play caller, the coordinator gets thrown under the bus when you, you know, score seven points. I know he knows he. It's got to expect that. But you have some defenders of Ritter, some thoughts of reason there that, hey, you know, he's a rookie. Let him develop. Well, and then you're going to see uh, a rookie, a real rookie, uh, on Sunday, and he's uh, he's hot right now. So we'll, um, the Falcons better be ready to go when the Texans get in town on Sunday, 1 p.m. at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So for today, we're going to wrap up here from London. Uh, the Falcons go down 23-7 to to the Jaguars. They're 2-2 two and two and uh, getting ready to host the Houston Texans at home. The offense has got to find their way because eventually defense is going to tire out. Uh, you know, the Mac Holland situation is something to watch. Uh, you know, you're trying to get everybody to pull in the right direction. I'm sure he's going to have to stand up and apologize at the team meeting tomorrow. If that happens, hopefully we'll find out about it. Uh, I won't be there, but we'll have somebody in the locker room tomorrow. 
Uh, so with that, we're going to uh, get on out of here at the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. I'm going to ask you to take care and have a great rest of your week. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. From the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, The Monica Pearson Show. When you look at what you've become, what has it cost you? Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most powerful influencers, as you've never heard them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.